This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we revisit with our guests and also introduce new guests who have been on their journey over this past year and connect to them and see where they are. Today's beautiful conversation is with both Becca Daly and Juliana James, two beautiful 3-5 reflectors who are co-creators and business wives for the vision. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. Thank so excited. Yeah, thank you. So good to be back. Yes. It is. We were just saying there that it's been nearly 12 months, Becca, for you, pointing to you. This is our first like three-way conversation. Let me add in the word conversation. <laughs> um and you know what, Becca, just that conversation that we had last year and Juliana, you were like a big theme in that, but you weren't present. You were present in spirit, but you were just about to launch the vision. Um, so much has happened for you this year, Becca, with that. You've got engaged. You've, you know, you're the meme queen. We love it. <laughs> oh, I love that title. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But let's, um, and Juliana, thank you for being here. Can we speak about this journey that you ladies have been on? Because it was always so fascinating when Becca was speaking about it. Juliana, you've probably spoken about it as well. Two reflectors doing business. You know, people go, that can't happen. <laughs> well, clearly it is. So, <laughs> oh my God, there's so, there's so much to say. I feel like, uh, we each of us individually have had a really crazy year. I've been going through my Saturn return. Jules has had like a whole bunch of stuff, which she can tell you about. So just on an individual level that was happening and on a business level, 2022 was the year that we really like, we really got together as uh, collaborators and we built our signature program, the vision. And it's been Oh, it's been a roller coaster in the best way, but we're both three, five. So our process is very messy. Um, and now we're in a space where we've relaunched like the vision 2.0 in November. And we're so proud of it. And just reflecting back on this time last year, I'm like, wow, that version of Becca did not even know what was in for, in store for her in 2022. <laughs> no. And Jules yeah. for you and you know, this is our first time being in space together. Uh, and I, I remember now that Becca's talking, I remember her talking about you and, and just sort of saying, you know, I love her so much. She's no bullshit. She gets in there. She, you know, can, can we just share a little bit about you? Yeah, for sure. Um, I had been uh, in the coaching industry now for six years. I, I owned a yoga studio previous and I was in transformation coaching and then wanted to bring some of my knowledge and expertise having run two businesses simultaneously, the coaching business and the yoga studio. Uh, there was so much in business that I needed when I was starting my business. So I, I loved the idea of business coaching. I went through an entire identity uh, a crisis where I thought that I had to do done for you services. So I was um, working one-on-one -on -one with clients. I was doing done for you. I was just like bashing my head against the wall as a, a true three, five would of like experimenting, failing, experimenting, failing. So by the time I met Becca, I had reached out to a money manifestation coach who is a friend of mine. 
And I said, how are you doing this? She was making, she was clearing something close to 700,000 in her business a year. Uh, and she started at the same time as me. And I just thought like, what am I doing wrong? Like something is wrong. <laughs> I can't figure this out. Uh, and she said, Jules, you don't need me. You, you know, these things, you know, manifestation, you know how to run your business. You actually need a human design coach. You need to find a human design coach that can help you better understand your design and understand how you're meant to work. Because if you get that, everything becomes easy. And she's a manifester. So big surprise. She's out there killing it. Manifest mad money. Her name is Yolanda. She's amazing. I love it. Manifesting mad money. <laughs> yes. And she's like fierce and she's intense and she's right in your face. Um, of course she is because she's a manifester. But at the time, I didn't know what that meant. I had only since um, found out a few months prior that I was a reflector. I didn't even know what it meant other than it was a little different than the average person. So when I found Becca, I think that this is an important part of the story. I had put in the search, people still use search words, and I had put in the search human design coach. Uh, and then of course, you know, so many come up. And I went through, I was scrolling through and it was like a lot of famous human design coaches, a lot of like very beautiful women living in Bali doing their human design thing. It was, it was scroll after scroll. And I kept going down and I was like, no, no, no. And then I saw this, she was wearing a short overalls and I saw her face. I could almost cry thinking about that because I'm just so grateful. Cause if I hadn't have stopped on that picture, like my whole life, think about this last year and what would have been different. Cause it's like, it was like one of those sliding doors. If you know that movie sliding doors, it was one of those moments for me because I saw her cute face and I reached out to her and I said, Hey, I'm interested in human design. Do you want to set up a trade? You know, I, I use more words than that, but I essentially said, this is what I do. And I do in intuitive business uh, sessions if you'd like to set up a trade, I would love that. And she was like, that's funny. I'm looking for something like this right now. And I was like, perfect. So we did her session. It was awe-inspiring and beautiful. And she, she, I saw her and it was just amazing. Little did I know, I had no idea that we had the same human design. I didn't know. So I picked this person out of the ethos of all the people of the world and was like, I pick you. And she had my same human design. It was like, and in uh, Gene Keys, I have something, it's the a gate that represents fractal, fractal lines. And it just made sense. It's like, I knew that she was my person. Like I, it was set in stone. Like I just chose her. And so it was, it was a few months later, like we didn't start collaborations right away, but by the time I had reached out to Becca to do a collaboration. My whole life was burning to the ground. My uh, partnership of 16 years was coming to an end. I have three children. And so literally this was decided early November and a few days into my separation, I contacted Becca and said, Hey, I want to do something with you. You know, like, I want to start a collaboration with you. And little did she know my life was like <laughs> dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> didn't disclose the full nature, but I was like, you know, I wanted to move forward in business and do something with Becca. And then we started. So that was in November. 
Uh, and then, so by the time you and Becca did your, your podcast about a year ago, we were in creation mode, but also learning each other. We essentially were, we, we were like, um, what is it called when they're, we were an arranged marriage. <laughs> what we were. we're like, hi, do you want to be my business wife and learn everything together? And so that's what it's been like over the last year. And it's been amazing. And it was slowly, it was slowly like, we were like, let's do this thing together. And then the more we worked together, we were like, do you want to just do literally everything together? And then it was just kind of decided like, this is, we're fully married. This is happening because everything, everything's better. Like everything's easier. Everything's more fun. Everything flows better. And part of the reason, like, if you look at our, if you put our charts together in a connection chart, every single center is defined. Like we just have so many connections there where we like complete each other and so it makes it makes total sense wow I was like listening to that and I'm like this is what dreams are made of this is too you know and hearing that it goes it gives me tingles and it gives me chills because I just thought you know of all the people you could have chosen Jules you chose her and 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 Becca for you I know if it was me you chose me you know, and, and, and having that reflectorism, you know, where we kind of often don't feel like we're, we're good enough or, you know, we're, we're just, you know, the chameleons of the world. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, massive, massive validation, just massive soul heart surge just to go, chose me and I chose you and we're doing this and I'm just like, my heart's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a love story. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a love <laughs> story. I was going to say, it does sound like a speech someone would give at a wedding (laughs) telling how we met (laughs) and fell in love. (laughs) It literally feels like a love story. And um, Becca also, she possesses this way of being that is just very safe for my physiology. I've been through a lot in my life and I'm an Aquarius. I tend to protect myself and detach from emotions um, at times. But what's happened is she's allowed me space to just process who I am. And my word for 2023 was feel. And and that's what I do for most of our work is me processing and then us getting to work as often as Becca can slave drive me into it and and whip because she's got some Virgo in there. And thank God for that because I (laughs) could be off in the clouds. So it's just been a really great process of coming home and learning myself alongside somebody that just like sees me and accepts me fully fully for who I am. And then when that process is done, we can help our clients in a completely different way. Absolutely. And I love that you say that feels me and sees me because Mm. having, and we've, we've chatted often about this over the last course of this year or so, you know, reflector to reflector, we really do often see each other, literally Mm. see each other like, I feel you, I see you, I embody you, I I, I am you, you are me. Mm. So to have that and to be able to kind of co-create in that space, it just, wow. And to heal each other. I guess that's what, you know, I'm hearing as well here before we go into everything else. There's a lot of healing happening in this space between you as well. You know, one, even though you're both three fives, you, comp- you have completely separate charts as well. Mm-hmm. Um and Jules, you were just saying then about, you know, that you're learning to feel and Becca is probably, what are you, what, what's, what are you learning from Jules, Becca? 
I am also learning to feel. I have been a very much like an intellectualizer of my feelings and I'm really good at analyzing myself and being like, well, I get triggered by this because of, you know, this that happened to me, but I, I haven't really felt. And I also, I like to hide. I very much like the fifth line really resonated with me because my whole life I feel like has been lived behind a veil in some ways, but it's, it's partially been because that's what I do to keep myself safe. I don't let people see. I seem like I do. Cause I'm very like warm and friendly, but I have a, a wall up with a lot of people. And I didn't even know that until I had that first session with Jules where she was like, mm, like seen through me with her little x-ray vision. And I was like, Whoa, nobody's ever seen me like this. And yeah, it, our, our work together in business has been incredible. And just on like a friendship level, it's been, I mean, this is, I would say this year, my growth as just like a human has been accelerated more than any other year because of our partnership, because of our friendship. And because when you work in business together, you just see the good, the bad, and the ugly, like, because stuff comes up, issues come up, your insecurities come out. This is what we talk about a lot in our work. And this is why we promote like the importance of doing the inner work as an entrepreneur, because nothing is going to bring up your insecurities and your fears and your whatever more than like launching a program and putting yourself out there. It is intense and it, it, it has been, yeah, I mean, like just being in this partnership has nothing has helped me grow more than that. Yeah. I love that. And as those third lines, like, you know, you've, you've lived your life, you're experiencing, you're, you're, you're being in that, but just speaking about that fifth line as well, I've got a conscious fifth line. I know exactly how that feels. Um, and I know about those projections and I feel it every day. But for three fives, they do still feel it at that unconscious level and often quite a conscious level. Can you just speak a little bit, if you may, into how that fifth line is playing out in your life right now? Like you are throwing yourself out there. That projections are going to start flying. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the thing, maybe the main thing that's held me back the most in business is the fear of judgment um, from others. And when we, we, I feel like there's so many fifth lines that we have as clients, I think because there's some unconscious, like they know that we get them. And so it's a common thing I see with a lot of fifth lines is like just this fear of judgment from others is it's crippling. And for me, I've had to, it, it literally gives me a full on fight or flight, like in my body nervous system reaction when I feel like I'm pushing the limits of being visible and being seen. And now I can like go live on a whim on Instagram and I'm, I feel whatever about it. We can like host a, we had 60 people in a workshop we did in November, which is more people I've ever had in a workshop. And it was so fun and it wasn't like this horrifying experience, but it's been it's been a real, it's been a very physical experience that I've had to basically teach my body. Like we're not going to be burned at the stake every time we make ourselves visible. And sometimes we will. And it's like, okay, we won't die. I'm still, I think where my work is now is like, you know, if I woke up tomorrow with 20,000 followers, I know I would have a heart attack because I, I, I need to do some more work there around, uh, the inevitability of like people not liking what I have to say, but it's just like a consistent nudging yourself outside your comfort zone and reteaching your body that like, you're not going to die basically. 
Yeah, it's living on the edge. What about you, Jules? <laughs> How's it felt for you? I've, I kind of, you know, I like, I said to Becca recently, like all press is good press. So I don't, I've, I don't worry so much about cancel culture. I'm a little bit like, I don't have the gate of provocation. Uh, my ex-spouse does. I have the gate of friction. I kind of like being like in your face a little bit when I get spicy, like right now I'm pretty chill, but when I get spicy, I like to, I like to, uh, like kind of poke at some things. So what I found about the five line is there's a sense of, and it's been consistent throughout my life of people on the outside, maybe believing that they know me better than they do and them believing that I'm a certain way. And then it's like altogether confusing for me because I'm like, oh, wow, you're really far off, like real far off in certain regards. And even my own family, I'm a daughter of two projectors. So with my parents, I think that they just consistently assume that I've got it all together, that I'm okay, that we don't ever have to worry about Juliana. And that's not entirely true. <laughs> like, please worry about me. Um, and so they kind of put this, this thing on me where they assumed that I, I knew more, had more life experience and was, was taken care of in a way that I've been quite alone, you know? And so, and being a reflector in general, sometimes I feel that Teflon aura, they call it of people not seeing me or even noticing me. Sometimes I can disappear in a room and I'm quite a vivacious personality and I can be really like expressive and exuberant. I try not to these days in pictures sometimes because like I'm in a picture with all these girls and they're all like smiling, like the pretty Instagram model pictures, like, mm. and I'm like, <laughs> that's just like a part of who I am and I can still disappear a little bit so there's been some feelings of inadequacy or or like I'm truly not known and I don't think anybody's ever known me as well as I would say Becca does which is wild to say but when you work with somebody to the extent that we work together we are together arguably more than I'm with almost anyone else in my life. I would say that that's pretty accurate because if you think about a work day, you're with your working people, whoever you're working with. And if you're in a solitary environment, you're sometimes with people online, but I'm with Becca every single day. So I see her almost sometimes more than my children. Wow. <laughs> and what a beautiful gift. Honestly, I just, I think what a beautiful gift that you found each other. Yeah. So the vision, I remember when you guys were launching, I was really excited about it. And I'm like, I want to do this. Talk to me. What is it? What are we doing? Because you know what? If I get to be in this space, if anybody gets to be in this space with two beautiful reflectors who you can be coached or not coached, you know, what's a nice word for that? To be held. Yes. Supported. Seen. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who gets you. How does that look? I want to take me journey. Who wants to talk about it? 
Oh my gosh. It's Bennett journey. I'll give you a brief synopsis of like how we got here. So we decided that we both really wanted to create a business program that was not like other business programs in that it's actually taking into account your unique individual human and all the inner work that is really necessary to create a business that you actually like and that magnetizes like the people and opportunities that are meant for you. We felt like that wasn't out there. Um, and so we wanted to create it. We made the first iteration last March. It was a three-month program. It was amazing. And when it was done, we were like, okay, there's some tweaks that need to be made. We went through the summer. We had like a whole just million experiences there, learned a lot of lessons. And we finally, you know, kind of had the clarity on what we wanted to change going forward. So um, the Vision 2.0 reopened in November. And the biggest change we've made is that it is no longer a three-month container. It is an open enrollment container. So when people join, they have access to it forever. Um I, or, you know, for the length of the program or until we die right now, I don't see any time I'd ever <laughs> want to be done with it, but <laughs> as long as we're kicking and doing it, people have access to it forever. So like there's, there's calls, um, there's calls, there's a curriculum, there's a community, like a Facebook group. It's really beautiful. And I love it because I feel like as reflectors, especially we can get so caught up in the pressure uh, to like rush and go and do and produce. And I know if you're a reflector entrepreneur, you can very much relate to that. And I think that the fact that we were like, why do we, why do we need to squish this into three months? Like, why can't we create a community that's together? That's just always there for people as a support because it just offers everyone the grace to take things at their own time. And it's been so beautiful to watch it come together. And I, I've said this a few times, but it's felt like it's taken on a life of its own, almost like it's a living organism with every new person that joins. There's like a new vibe, a new spice that's brought to the group. And everybody is kind of a leader in their own way in the group. And it's just been kind of amazing to step back and be like, whoa, what is happening here? It's phenomenal. So that's what sticks out in my mind about it, but I'm sure you have some things to share, Jules. Sampling through people coming yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. I feel that every time we accomplish a new milestone in the vision, I feel like, and maybe this is a three, five speaking, a perpetual beginner and a, a perpetual student of this world. So the more I know, the more I know I don't know. Um, I'm nine years older than Becca and that I, that's not because, you know, age, age is just a, a, a concept, but, you know, as far as the time that I've spent on this planet, we were doing some math and we were talking, I accidentally, instead of 2023 said 2003 and Becca said, how old were you then Becca? In 2003, that was what 20, I mean, I was 10, 10. And I was right? like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I was 19 and like, think about our lives. And how I'm, not even, I'm not even going to tell you how old I was going there. <laughs> Keep going. Move on. I was 19 and I was going through some, some different things. I, it I was, was not like, a wholesome year for me. I was like reading Harry Potter and like playing a soccer with my little team. There were a couple of Harry's in there, but definitely 
no Harry <laughs> Potters. Anyway, the point, is, the point is we're in a different paradigm, right? So having had all of this life experience, I had come into business, even into coaching with this sense of like accomplishment and experience. And I've traveled to 17 countries. I've had three children. I've owned a business, all these things. And what I recognize in the humble nature of what the vision has done is just consistently landed me back at the beginner's mind. And how can I bring, assimilate the knowledge that I've had, assimilate my heart's work in this world, which is to witness another and to see them truly as they are. Uh, my conscious son is in gate 19, the gift of sensitivity. So when I see somebody, I see their insides. And it's yeah. uh it's inner vision. That's what I can describe it as. I can physically see more than this three D dimensional world. And so as we walk this path, what we've done in the vision and what we continue to do as humble servants to this process is guide people into the inner places of their truest selves, their being. And then as they fall in love with this process as they excavate some of the wounds that have been keeping them safe from the love that they desire you know and that sounds crazy what do you mean why how could i keep myself safe from love but in the process of keeping yourself safe from danger you're also keeping yourself away from the love that you desire and the love that you desire is in direct correlation with your output of purpose in this world so that's the entire process of the vision is leading you inside, leading you home so that when you come to the expression of who you are, it's clean. It's got a clear channel and it can express itself. And so now what's happened as more and more people come to the vision is it's becoming its own life force. It has, it has an actual identity and a vision that is separate from Becca and I. And so there's been a lot of experience now of me figuring out I'm actually leaving my Instagram because my last name is no longer James. So I'm walking towards a new Instagram. I'm ab abandoning or uncoupling from my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking about the identity of me as a human, the identity of Becca, the identity of the vision. And it's just also wild what we're accomplishing. And this was a dream of mine years ago. And I forget that sometimes when shit is so hard, you know, it's so fucking hard to run a business and to get things done and to be a, a, a moon cycle woman, to be dating, to be a mother, like all these fucking things. And it's so hard. And then I every so often have to wake up to, holy shit, like we are doing it. We did it. I think like, <laughs> like, did we do this? Like what? You did. And <gasps> I love that you say that about that. What, what you do, <laughs> what you do and what you've manifested is its own entity because that's something somebody taught me a few years ago. And just hearing you say that was a really beautiful confirmation for me that I was hiding behind my business for a very, very, very long time. And we, we kind of like, you know, we get in there and, and we become the business. And all of a sudden, if something happens to the business, it's just like, oh, it's personal and it's everything. But we need to, I've learned to go into this and go, well, that's, that's its little space. And I love that you were talking about the energy of your business, both of you, because 
I felt that. It's just like my business is its own beautiful entity. And sometimes it talks to me and it tells me what I need to do or what I don't need to do because I'm completely separate from that now. And there's a freeness in that. It's just like, because as you're saying, shit, I can't sometimes do what other people want me to do as they they go through their business process because I don't work like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about what you ladies have set up and, and are doing because it's just like, I don't work like other business coaches, you know, when they say, you got to do this and you got to do that and you got to, you know, we got to fucking blah, blah, blah. You're like, really? And, and, but I also love, sorry for blah, but I also love that, you know, you've reduced that time because sometimes you start something and you're like, I just need a little bit more to sit with this. Cause I've got to do some personal healing around this area as well. And it might take a month and I'll get back to you. So to open that up for a lifetime, it's just like, oh, but at the same time, if you don't have accountability, you're going to be like, oh shit, it's been six months. So how does that work? (laughs) That's why it's so important to be in community, just to be around people who are kind of on the same journey as you, because it, it is motivating. It does push you forward when like, you know, you come into our Facebook group and people are talking about what they have going on, or you come to a call and it just helps you when you're, when I started my business, I was like in a little bubble by myself and I was terrified to like talk to anybody because I felt like everybody was my enemy or something. It was not fun. And it's very, when you isolate yourself like that, it's really easy to be like, oh, six months has gone by and I haven't done shit. But the more in community you are with people who are doing the same thing, you will move your little butt along more. (laughs) I I actually feel more inspired by our visionaries than ever. So I haven't been posting a ton on Instagram. Somebody asked me about the alignment of that to me recently. And I, I, as a reflector have, I refuse, I refuse to allow myself to circle shame about a posting consistently about any of it that doesn't feel deeply like it's channeled on my inner vision that it's coming from the divine source and out through my mouth. So I sometimes will not post for periods of time as I'm in a birthing season right now, I'm birthing a new Instagram. Um, However, I've been noticing some of our visionaries, Roxanne, uh, Chelsea, they just like, they shock me with their content And they continue to promote the accolades of their experience in the vision as the catalyst to this growth. And how amazing is it? Because gone are the days of the guru. That is an old paradigm that we left behind. What we say in the vision is not only are we walking beside you as we go through this, but I encourage myself to show up in my raw So I show up and I give it to them straight. Like sometimes I feel like a hot mess and sometimes my life isn't, you know, a perfectly curated bow because that vision, what that does is creates this uh, pedestal kind of relationship where you believe that the coach has it figured out and that you somehow need them in order to succeed. And I'm like, no, baby girl, I need you in order to succeed. You are my action that creates clarity. You are my community that is guiding me towards what I desire. Like God has offered us this opportunity and it's like a web. It's not a pedestal. 
And so when that happens, our visionaries actually, they start to inspire. And because it's open enrollment, they just continue to inspire the other, the new people that are walking in. And it's so fun to watch the age diversity. So ends of the spectrum, like 20s, 50s, like later into the 50s, and like watching all of those humans create in the world. Like I would love to get like a 65 year old in the vision and be like, what do you want to create in this world? You know? And I talked to my daughter about it. She's 12. And I'm like, if you start considering life as an entrepreneur, imagine what you could accomplish in 10 years. You know, I wasn't taught to think like that. If you start healing now, this is what I explained to Amelia, my daughter. And so the vision has just been a, a massive blessing, but it was, it was sure the vision was created in our mind, but the seed was planted and it took, it was turned into a whole different tree and one that we couldn't have imagined. And it continues to grow. I'm so grateful for it. I love this, um, this visual that you've given me. And it's something that I've had in, in my own journey of life. It's like you, you have one candle and by allowing somebody else to have that candle you you're lighting up all these different people all these different bonfires around you you just you, you're spreading the light and the love um and I was really journeying lately again what you were saying there Jules about this I was really journeying lately about sometimes we need to be the ones that show up which is what you're doing what it sounds like you're doing you're both doing you're showing up and you're saying to others it's okay it's okay to be here. You're showing them a way of going, you know what? I can stand in my authenticity. I can be raw, real and me and not have to do it all these other ways of what is perceived. So I'm just, I just want to honor you on that, both of you on that, because that's, it's, it's, that's how you get people who will, will really follow you for a long time because you are showing them authenticity. You are showing them the real you and not some orchestrated bullshit that some business coach or somebody has come in and just said you have to do this and you're struggling you're hitting you're fighting you're fighting all the time aren't you against that resistance there's no resistance when you can just show up as you I think that this is really important I want to speak on it and sorry Becca to take we always try to bounce back and forth but I want to speak on this for a moment because there's this okay so years ago when I was beginning my coaching experience I did show up with this kind of, and I actually built a business. I call it, I built on sand because there was some of it that was, you know, the information was in its purity, but who I was behind the camera versus who I was in my real life, there was a lot of tension. So sometimes we moved, uh, I had sold my business and we moved our family to Nicaragua and we would buy matching bathing suits. And we were living this Pinterest dream that everybody is like, oh my God when they see our Instagram pictures and uh, little did they know we're all smiley manifestation on the outside. But then behind the scenes, I was like, everybody's going to be nice. And nobody's, and you know, I was like vicious, you know, I'm feeling terrible. I had marital issues. There was all sorts of things, but I think that this is really important for people to hear when I was in that performative nature of showing up with my Rachel Hollis smiley face, all the time, you know, like I'm not nothing against Rachel Hollis, but it was this, it was this like very smiley, happy, laughy girl, um, which was only a true part of my life for maybe 10%. The rest of it, I wasn't showing the shadow. I wasn't showing my pain. 
I wasn't showing the deep, uncomfortable sensation of growth. I wasn't showing what it's like to risk everything to stand in a business by yourself with no financial backing. It's not like we had a plan B. I wasn't showing all of that. I was showing the curated version. And so I attracted people that were really interested in the curated version because they were putting themselves down and me up. But there was a a friction in my body, okay? This is important because I had it in my body when I would go to show up and I would fight against it and be like, shut up to to that friction. I would tell it to go away. But I also have that friction in some relationships when I show up in friendship or even in like a a romantic relationship where I'm dating, I can feel it in my body, this friction that says, "Uh uh-uh, this person is not for you. My intuition is saying like, ooh, I don't like this. It doesn't feel good here. And for many years, I did not listen. So if there's people that are showing up and they're thinking that they need to be curated, that's not entirely bad because the intention is to create it's still to create. And so if they're three, five, go for it, do it, see how bad it is. Cause, cause you'll create something. And I did, I created a business. I created, I monetized that business. I got accolades. I was getting resources. Money was coming to me. And then I sat on the balcony of my uh, little condo in Nicaragua. And I said, God, what do I do? And he said, be quiet, be quiet because it was all fast talking and it wasn't real. That's important. Yes. I, this like friction that you're speaking to, I viscerally like the feeling is so familiar to me when like what you're putting out to the camera is not, is not congruent with what's going on in here. And I felt this in the beginning of my business too, in a bit of a different way. I was trying to come across as like the knowledgeable expert kind of, but behind the scenes, I was like, do I know enough about human design? Are they going to know that I don't know every single little, you know, whatever. Um, And I think this is one of the reasons why some people have a really hard time making content. And we're very much against the whole, like, you have to make content like a fucking robot and five times a week. No, but there are some people who really struggle like consistently to make any content and they you know might say it takes a long time or I don't have any ideas or it just feels hard this is why it's because there's what's going on inside and what you're trying to do outside is different so it's like exhausting so when you do it that way yeah it is hard but when you do the this kind of work like what Jules was saying you create a clear channel so then the expression of it is actually it's actually easy doesn't mean that you're going to want to do it every day but it's actually easy but th- this is why it's so it, it feels so shitty yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and I know that it gets spoken about a lot. It gets spoken about so much in groups, um, in reflector groups that we're in, you know, how can I get this done? Everyone says to me, I've no defined, you know, constant energy. And and I just love what you were saying there, Becca, as well. It's just like, you know what, when you are actually, uh, sorry, my words here, not yours. When you feel in alignment, it's actually easy to talk to your passion or to to share and it's not draining but reflectors are fed a whole heap of stuff when they first find this out and so they can kind of feel more lost 
And then they go, well, what do I do now? How can I run a business on my own? You know, big questions, don't they? How do, how do I do this? I don't have any consistent energy. Can, can I we get myth bust that? Yeah, I get like kind of ragey about this when like reflectors come and they're like, I, I, they told me like, I can't get anything done. I can't work. We like, sorry, but we have created so much. Like if I look at the past year of how much we've like output we've produced, it's actually insane. And okay so so this is the thing is like when you're a reflector you it doesn't mean you don't have energy you have energy you have the ability to do output it just is like on your own time and this is the actual problem the problem is not that our energy is inconsistent the problem is that we waste so much physical mental emotional energy judging ourselves all day long we're like and I still do this I'm still guilty of this I did this today with like stupid like you know random little personal bills and stuff I have to pay um we spend all day going I need to do this oh my god why haven't I done this why can't I get this done and that takes up so much of our energy if we just let go of our judgment think of how much free space you would have to like I don't know get actual stuff done (laughs) that's usually the problem with people So I get super pissed when I hear this because it's just simply not true. You just have to learn to work with your own energy. So sometimes like, well, you know, Jules and I have experimented a lot with like systems and structures and we have a whole system now that we're both loving. We're like, we have themed days. So like Monday's our CEO day. So we do like planning and big picture stuff. And then, you know, Tuesday is like curriculum creation day. Wednesday, Thursday is a client day. Anyway, we've exper- we've experimented with lots of different like structures, but I just want to say that like if you're a reflector, you can or just any non-sacral, you can produce just as much as anybody else. You just need to stop you just need to stop judging yourself cuz that is a waste of your time. And yes. Yes. <laughs> There are certain things that are going to guide and help a reflector to get into work mode a little easier. And that is honoring first and foremost, their cycle, especially if you're a female and if you're bleeding, there's so much that goes into just that alone. The fact that and Becca and I actually have it on our calendars. We have to, so that because I'm just recognizing that I have certain things that pop up around my cycle. It's really important that we know, oh, no, it's not that I'm hormonally psychotic right now. It's it's that I'm about to get my period. It's just how it goes. So there's certain things like honoring the cycle and your environment. It's so important. If you don't honor your environment, your environment will take you out. It's just how it goes because we get sucked into this vortex of like shittiness. And even, you know, I moved houses and it was like a completely different world. Like we look back to those videos and I'm like, oh my God, I was in the old house and I can like feel it in my body. And so there are certain things that will guide and inspire you. But as far as my entire life goes, I I would say that I outperform and out do a lot of even generators like people that that have uh, you know their own battery pack so to speak even though I don't even think they're supposed to work all the time either 
And there's so many different things that play a role in this, but I've always been an overperformer in my life. And then, you know, there's other issues because I constantly feel like a failure, but I'm like, you know, I only uh, built two programs and two workshops and hosted hundreds of clients and made this much money. And I'm still somehow a failure to myself. You know, this is, although I'm building, you know, credentials over here, I can simultaneously knock myself down. So, but that's a bigger issue. Uh, we are able to work as reflectors. Yeah. We are outperforming a lot of non-reflector types. And if I think about some of our clients, Kitty is probably one of the more accomplished people I've ever met in my life. She's got a product suite thicker than ours and she's a reflector and she's just sitting there in her cute little reflector way, just creating magic all over the place, teaching yoga and Reiki and all those things. So it just is a lot. I, I thank you so much for, for validating that because it's, it's a thing. We don't, we can move very fucking fast and we do, we just, it's just not every bloody day. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I, I just, and I, and I know that we've been going for a while, but I really need to talk into this because as somebody who works with women extensively, especially through pregnancy and postpartum, honoring your cycle is so important. And I'm so, so, so glad you brought this up because it is so true. And in, in a world of, um, neurodivergency really like you know shouting out through the rooftops women just before they get their period can have this hormonal shift that can heighten a feeling of having you know ADHD and especially when you've got a completely open head center or undefined centers as we do it can exacerbate the feeling of um like uh premenstrual depression or just a down just a it can just affect us I guess if there's this is a whole nother podcast but I just want to honor that you said that because it is so true and honor you girl guys both by honoring other people in that process because it's really important not many people do that women honor your cycle through your business processing or just through your journey and just through your day-to-day life and through your day-to-day cycle and learn it and put it on your schedule and know that, no, you're not crazy. Like I get suicidal two days before my period. I will say it out loud. And I've had people say to me, like, is this a cry for help? And uh, they're almost like judging. I'm like, judge if you must. I literally lose hope. I could, I could just, I lose hope two days. And then as soon as the bleed starts, I'm like, oh, right there. Yeah, That's exactly what it is. And we are both neurodivergent. And so the neurodivergence takes a fucking skyrocket every time. And so there's so much more to being, you know, a reflector, a woman, and then being in each other's presence and with a group of other women, like, wow, wow. It's the collaboration, the connection that we all have together. And we need to start talking about these things and having these conversations so that we're not left in the dark. Nobody told me about this for years. Hallelujah, sister. I'm on the other side. I'm menopausal. So I'm complete. I've, I've gone through menopause. I'm done. And it has just been, no one fucking told me a thing. And I had mm-hmm. to navigate this all on my own. And especially as completely open-centered being where still nobody wants to talk about it. I feel you. Like it's, it, it matters. It matters your whole, your whole ecosystem, your whole body, your whole, 
mental, spiritual, emotional theme matters. Matters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, that's another chat for another day. Don't get me on my fucking soapbox. <laughs> I'm into it. My fifth line will just come out. I'll be my heretic. My heretic will just be like, right, this is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, deeply. If, if you've seen it, you've seen it. <laughs> Maybe not much, but you've seen the glimmers. <laughs> Ladies, we've been going for a while and I thank you so very much. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about this work that you're doing. Oh, I have one question actually. Ooh, hello. Um, you live in Canada, you live in the States and you're catching up all the time. Is it just constantly you're on Zoom calls together? I just have to know. I'm sorry. I I actually wrote that down. And I'm like, oh, that's a question I wanted to know. Yeah, all we're day, every day, all day, every day. <laughs> Is it just on your phone? Like, I, I need to know because I need to I need to feel this in my body. How does this look? <laughs> Give her a rundown of our our experience here, Becca. It's like it's if we're working, we'll sit at our desk or I like to move all over the house. So does she like she'll be in here. She'll be in her kitchen or we'll go to coffee shops. I'll be like here or like laying on our little day bed or like walking around. We'd work like that when we do our more like friend debriefs or if we're talking about some deep emotional stuff usually we'll get on in the instagram face call and we'll like walk around the house and do that but it's constant the other day i think it was yesterday the day before you were like i love you but like i can't be on the computer anymore like i need to leave right now and i was like me too and it's 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 sad because she's so like i'm in new york so canada doesn't doesn't sound that far away but where she is in canada what did we look up it, it was 36 like hour drive 36 hour drive. i was like i could do that <laughs> because you're in different time zones too is it oh right? yeah, We're you're in New York and you're in. Uh, I'm Mount Standard, Mount Standard. So I'm in Alberta. Oh, Alberta. Yeah. So what's that? Three, four hours different. Two, two hours. Oh. Mm-hmm. But it's not that and bad. Becca's being super discreet because that's her way. But like, we also pee on oh, the yeah. ca- <laughs> like fully bring it into the bathroom. Hey, do you have the cameras on? Uh, do you, you turn the cameras off, right? No, you just. No, I'm good at making the time when I. I literally change and my tits are out. I'm changing and we're just having a meeting, talking, and I'm like, tits out. And then I'll be like, ew, look at this. I'm like, do you think me, 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 me? And she's like, no, I love your boobs the way they are. You know, if I'm asking, I'm like, you know, I've had three kids. I'm like, should I get my boobs done? She's like, absolutely not. And then I'll put on a bathing suit and try on things if I'm going on vacation. Like, we've seen it all. Mate, you are wives. You're you're more than wives. Yeah. You're like sisters, soul sisters, like fucking mm. it, like energetic siblings. Mm. I love it. Oh, and this is what I love about being able to have your own business is because every job that I've had where people are like pretending to be all professional, I'm like, what are we doing, guys? Come on, like let's just be normal. And it's just so nice to be able to like talk business. And then, yeah, I can, you know, look at your boobs and tell you that, you know, they're cute or whatever in the same like breath. (laughs) But to just enhance, like just to be, how beautiful is life when you've got not just the business partner, but a friend who can uplift you like that. You feel so much 
more worth in this world. You feel so much more. I'm, I'm me and you can, you, you can shine, right? Because when you, when you can be you and you can shine, it's just, and someone sees that and goes, yeah, I'm your, I'm your biggest cheerleader. You shine some more. Oh, just, it just gives me tingles. Cause I'm like, where can I find that? No. <laughs> well, that's exactly it. It's like, you gotta, you have to be open to receiving. And when Becca and I worked, I don't know, it's the craziest feeling. Cause we've gone through some shit too. I have, I'm hard to work with sometimes. And, and, um, I feel like you have to find somebody that feels like water to you. Becca feels like water to me. She feels like water. Like it's like palatable. It's easy. It's like the burden is light, even when it's hard. And so that's really, it is such a gift. And and we're really grateful to, I, I just weed us. I just weed us. We're really grateful that you all came to our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Our energetic binding that we set up way before this incarnation. Love it. That's. Oh, it has been such an honor. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? Please tell us how people can get in touch with you. Give your details. Yeah, we we both hang out on the gram. Jules's handle will be changing, which she can tell you, but mine is HD Undefined. And um, that's where we like to hang out. Send us a message. We love to chit chat. Um, and you can join the vision anytime. It is open. We would love to have you in there. If you have questions about it, you can let us know. Um, and I think the last thing I would say is just that I I will preach like collaboration and community over competition until I'm blue in the face. And I think that this uh, aspect of collaboration has been the thing that has totally changed my life, at, at, you know, in a business sense. And I just think that like, if you're not utilizing it in your business, especially as a reflector, get yourself some community collaborate with people even if it's on a smaller scale it will change your life and I hang out on the gram not as much lately but it's just because I'm birthing a new uh gram and so I've been doing a lot of rebranding and just like allowing my dark feminine shadow to come out and so I'm just like pushing the bar on some content um, and I'll be releasing it. It's my birthday on Monday and I'm going to be starting to release some content uh, on my birthday because I've declared and I'm in agreement with consciousness that this will be the best year of my life. I've decided. Uh, and so is God. So great. It's done. Uh, something I really, oh, if you want to find me on the gram right now, it's a private account, but please still follow. I'll still accept you. Uh, I'm just having people that truly want to engage at the beginning that are deeply committed to like seeing the work rather than just like looky loo. Uh, but if you want to come and join me on my new Instagram, it's called my people call me jewels. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So there's that something I would love for the listeners here and every single person to know is that whatever gift, like when you close your eyes and you connect back to the spirit of who you are, you connect back to the person that you've become. And there's been a myriad of life experiences, both good and bad. When you can connect to the inner spirit, the everlasting unchanging spirit within you, whatever's there is there for a purpose. 
It's not there by accident. It's not there because you're selfish or wrong. It's there because you literally have everything that it takes to accomplish your dreams, your desires, your goals. And even if your, your dreams, desires, and goals are luxurious and, you know, some people would call them frivolous. It does not matter. None of that matters. Remove the, the self-judgment for a moment that can be there. But what I want to come back to is the essence because that essence knows, and really you are born here with that essence already in you. And that means that this incarnation, this is your job. So if you have the dream of luxury and you're living in a very menial kind of standard, you have to understand that you're against yourself there because your dreams, your desires are of luxury and you can create it, but you have to be in agreement with consciousness in order to do so. So if you continue to say no to God, you're going to continue to meet your resistance. So why not? Just as an experiment, what's the worst that could happen? You achieve everything you want. Come on. Or, or maybe you don't, but at least you tried. That's okay. I'm okay. I, I'm willing to take the risk. So agree with God and then go forward. And whether it's in our program or somewhere else, get a mentor, get somebody that's got some wisdom and then allow them to grow you into the person with, with you into the person that you want to become. Hell yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I felt that. That was, that was great. Oh, uh-huh. anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, beautiful souls for your time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for just showing up and being a service to this beautiful world as your beautiful, unique selves. Mm, thank you for having yeah. us. Yeah, so fun. 